When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. Are your twins ready to start preschool? What should you look for in selecting a preschool that best meets your family's needs? And are there special considerations for twins? I'm Elisa Wickham, Director of Coast Kids Preschool, here to talk about starting preschool with your twins. This is Twin Talks. The ultrasound shows your babies to be healthy. What? Did you say babies? You're huge. Are you having twins? Are they natural? Which one do you like better? Twins, huh? My neighbor's cousin's brother's uncle's a twin. So can they read each other's minds? How do you tell them apart? Twins? You got a two for one. Do twins run in your family? Double trouble. You're not having any more, are you? At least you're not Octomom. If you're pregnant with twins or you're an experienced twin parent, odds are you've heard it all before. Now it's time to hear from the experts. This is Twin Talks, Parenting Times 2. Well, welcome to Twin Talks, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Twin Talks is your weekly online, on-the-go support group for expecting a new parents and twins. I'm your host, Christine Stewart-Fitzgerald. Have you heard about the Twin Talks Club? Our members get bonus content after each new show, plus special giveaways and discounts. Subscribe to our monthly Twin Talks newsletter and learn about the latest episodes available. Another way for you to stay connected is by downloading our free Twin Talks app. It's available for most smartphones. So before we get started, we'll go around and introduce our panelists here in the room. Um, I'm Sunny. Hey, everybody. I am mommy to four children. Uh, My oldest is 24 tomorrow. It's a boy. Um, I have a two-year-old who's a boy. And then I have identical twin girls who are uh, eight months old. (laughs) So you got a pretty good balance, boys and girls. Yeah, we. I don't know how we did that. That was pretty... uh, (laughs) Look at the draw, I think, for us, but yeah. I'm Shelly. I'm Shelly. I'm the producer here at Twin Talks. I have two children, identical twin boys who just turned two, um, and I'm due in August with a singleton girl. So balance it out a little bit. Um, I We haven't started even thinking about preschool yet, but I know it's on the horizon. That three-year-old age is kind of kind of in our mind. So I'm excited to learn a lot of tips from you guys. <laughs> and I'm your host, um, Christine Stewart-Fitzgerald, and my girls are almost five. And I should say that um, I, I met our expert here because my girls did attend um, the Coast Kids Preschool. So we were really excited to have a, you know, a great preschool experience. Um, and then I also have a singleton who will be two in a few months. So um, we got a little bit of time um, before (laughs) we have to go that route all over again. (laughs) When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. Hey, 
Hey, Twin Talks. This is Sunny, mother of twin girls and one of the producers on the show. Before we kick off today's show, I'd like to introduce you to Natalie Diaz, who is joining us via phone. Natalie is the mother of twins. She's also the founder of Twiniversity, a supportive website and online resource for parents of twins. She's also the publisher of Multiplicity Magazine. And Natalie has just released her first book, What to Do When You're Having Two, The Twin Survival Guide from Pregnancy Through the First Year. So, Natalie, welcome to Twin Talks. Thank you, Sunny. Yay. Congratulations on your baby. <laughs> I know, right? I'm part of the group. <laughs> I'm like you one are, of the newest members. now. <laughs> well, Natalie, I'm so glad you wrote this book. First of all, I know there's not a lot of resources, especially online for parents of twins. And I think most twin parents really appreciate information that comes specifically from another twin parent who's been there, done that. Is, is that kind of what you found, too? And is that what led for you to write this book? Oh, 100%. You know, I just found that everything that was out there was either very medically heavy-based or very breastfeeding-based. There wasn't kind of like a catch-all for parents of twins. And there's so many little things like how to feed two at once and, you know, what kind of gear you need two of and what you don't that it's not really discussed. And so I said, you know, when, when, I was, when my kids were little, I said, when they go to kindergarten, if nobody puts this together, I was going to do it. So on their very first day of kindergarten, I organized us and, and came up with this crazy Twiniversity business. I love it. Okay, so how did you determine, specifically for the book, what topics were best to discuss? Because I think there's so many things that we need to know as parents of twins. How did you narrow it down for the topics in your book? Well, since 2005, I've been the director of the Manhattan Twins Club. And so I've gone every month to our support group meetings. And every month, I've heard the same questions asked time and time again. So it's breastfeeding, strollers, and help. So I knew right there that that was three chapters right there. So we had the feeding, of course, and how much help do you need and what gear do you need. So that was easy. And then the rest of the stuff came when, you know, just with our online community, I'd say, you know, here's a question that's asked really, really often. Okay, so you know what? That has to hold so much weight in the book. And personally, I struggled with something like like postpartum. It's not covered enough, and postpartum for parents of multiples is a little bit more prevalent, so that definitely needs a space in the book. And just over the years, it's kind of like this weird research that I've been doing on basically what I wanted to know, and then I realized, oh, well, you want them to know that too? Well, why don't we know these things? And so I just kept them running lists, and I kept a lot of journals and, and came up with uh, the 200-plus pages that sit before you. When it comes to parenting, there isn't necessarily a right or wrong answer. It's kind of like what works best for you. So how did you present these topics? Was it more matter-of-fact, like this is what I did, or you know, do you present a lot of different ideas and let parents choose for themselves, or how did you do it? Well, I definitely think that parenting is not a one-size-fits-all, right. 100%. And, you know, what I do in New York City is going to be different what you do on your coast. It's just we're, like, on different ends of the world sometimes. And right. also, if you have other kids, if you, you know, are moving back to a, a foreign country, there's a lot of things, that a lot of elements that play into parenting. And I wanted to be able to present an, a huge variety of options on how to do things. There is no one way to do things. And just because I did it a particular way doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So instead of just saying, here's my experience, here's what I did, and this is what I think is best, I said, here's what I did, but here's what other people do, and here's what other people do. So when you're reading it, you could say, okay, you know what? This idea resonates a lot more with me than what Nat did. So there is no right or wrong. I never take offense if somebody doesn't agree with me because there's always another side. So, you know, the title again, What to Do When You're Having Two, does that lend itself more to being a book that's geared towards people who are pregnant with twins or brand new parents of twins, or who is this geared towards? 
it's for anybody within the first year. So it's anybody in the trenches because by, you know, the time your babies are one years old, you've got to figure it out. You know how to, how to do these things. So it's definitely expected parents would benefit greatly from that. Okay. You know, parents of four-month-old twins would greatly benefit. It's whatever you need it to be. It's also a book that was written without saying, oh, somebody has to read it cover to cover. Okay. I placed so much effort on making sure that the index was done properly. So if you're in the middle of a breastfeeding challenge, you could go to the back of the book, find the breastfeeding page, and go right to the little bit that you need. You do not have to sit there and say, oh, I have to start at page one and end <laughs> at page 262. Who has time to do that? Yeah. I, I certainly, and the time that I have for leisure reading, I don't want to read a how-to book. Right. I want to get the information that I need whenever I need it. So this is kind of like a bedside table book. It's there. When you need it, you pick it up and you go to the piece that you need. Yeah, I love that because sometimes I feel like when I open up a new book, it's, it's kind of a daunting process for me because I feel like I have to plan it out. Do I have enough time now to read it cover to cover? So I love that it's more of a reference style book, especially once you've already had your twins and your hands are already full. Yeah. You just don't have the time to do it necessarily. So I love that. That's great. How can our listeners get a copy of the book? What's the best way? Well, they could go to twiniversity.com and there's a little buy the book icon at the top or they could go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, Overstock. It's it's everywhere. I feel like everywhere the internet touches, my book could be found, <laughs> which I'm, I'm amazed with. That's a good thing. <laughs> That's a good thing. Well, Natalie, thanks so much for being on our show. Thank you for writing this book. Um, of course, we encourage all of our listeners to head on over to twiniversity.com and check it out. And also, it's a great baby shower gift. So if you're not pregnant with twins or maybe your twins are a little bit older and you know someone that's expecting. It's a great present. So thanks again, Natalie. You got it, Sunny. Thanks for having me. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Today's topic is starting preschool with your twins, and today we're talking with Elisa Wickham about the process of choosing a preschool that fits well with your family needs. Um, well, thanks for joining us. You're welcome. So, oh, yeah. I'm just so glad you could be here. Um, so, well, first of all, I know a lot of families think about, um, you know, the different options. They think of childcare and they think of preschool. I mean, what are some of the benefits um, for, for twins or really any child that can benefit from attending preschool? There are so many benefits to go to preschool before heading off to kindergarten. Um, Building friendships with others besides their twin Mm -hmm. is really crucial. Um, Connecting with other adults, learning how to trust other adults, um, developing confidence um, away from the family. Uh, working on skills, working on conflict resolution skills is huge at preschool. 
learning how to follow directions or or <laughs> wait or uh, wait for your turn or share with others is important. Um, really, a lot of it is learning how to learn, get ready for the elementary age. So preparing for that that next step of elementary. And then there's a benefit to families too, because we've seen families develop friendships with each other long lasting after preschool. And um, that is really great. And then you have your first opportunity to be your child's uh, advocate. You need to do that all through elementary school. So you get to practice with loving, nurturing preschool teachers to be your child's best advocate or your children's best advocate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's interesting when a lot of the different um, topics that you're mentioning are, are really um, so unique to, to twins in the sense, I think like on, on the social level, um, I know I see with, with my girls, um, they're, they are so focused on each other that these things that you've mentioned about really learning the rules and learning to interact with adults and other kids Oh my gosh, it's it's making such a huge difference because I think with with so many twins, it's it's so easy to be isolated. I mean, they mm-hmm. can play together, they're happy, very content to mm-hmm. be with each other. They could stay home. I mean, maybe play with the neighborhood kids, but I mean, I know I you know personally, I feel like I really have to sort of push them out to interact with other kids, mm-hmm. and that has been like such a huge you know benefit and reason to just to get them to start thinking about well there are other kids who um want different things and you know maybe they they can learn to negotiate with um kids who maybe they don't like playing with dolls or you know the, mm-hmm. the same <laughs> i'm just starting to do a lot of research about kindergarten and and the readiest and they talk about a whole new layer of um the socialization and so I think it's so great to have that extra time to really do a, a, a longer it transition helps a lot yeah with their confidence and just being ready for all that kindergarten has yes um so now I mean aside from from age when when parents are thinking about hey you know I, I think I really would like to put my my twins into um, preschool. Um, are there any particular signs that um, kids are ready to attend preschool? You know, each preschool is going to be a little bit different with that. They have different ages, different requirements. We do require an age thing that they're three by November and potty trained. Um, you know, it helps if children have had some time away from parents maybe at a Sunday school class or a little gym class Um, that helps but we certainly don't make that a requirement Mm -hmm. um, for children attending preschool we we know that it's going to be a little bit hard to leave the family Mm -hmm. and we prepare for that um the beginning of our school year, we bring in extra staff just to help with the the first time preschool oh. children um, <laughs> with the transitions or all the trips to the restroom. Um, so you don't really have to be ready for preschool. I think that, you know, if a child is showing interest in wanting to play with other children or activities 
um, that would be a good sign, and then we take it from there. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people think of preschool as really just like pre-K, maybe that year before kindergarten. And mm-hmm. I mean, kindergarten is still not even required here in California. Right, so some people right. think, why bother at all? So um, what what are like the benefits of starting a preschool at age three versus four or or preschool versus not having I mean, you know, is is three too early? Is four more average? Like, what would you what would you advise parents who are? I, I really think that um, one year is absolutely critical. The way that kindergarten is now, um, it's more like what we had when I went to school. It was more like first grade. Oh, as the, far as like the just the the level of of academics. Yes, and kindergarten is, wow. and if you don't go to preschool you um you're a little behind not so much academics but really the group setting the following directions just being in that big group self-help skills um so it's it's going to preschool for pre-k is crucial and going as a three-year-old is really nice mm-hmm. you know um, now I can say I I've, have seen a difference in in my kids in the sense like when you know we talk about sort of routine like okay it's time to sit down or it's it's time to you know uh, listen to story it's time to go somewhere it does help with routines <laughs> because preschool is very routine it it helps them feel comfortable at preschool by having the same routine you know you have to also think that it could be helpful to the the family to have maybe just a couple hours away to have adult interaction and and know that the child is in a um, good environment also so it it benefits both families can be better at what they do if they have a little bit of a break and their children are learning and growing and making other friends besides their their twin mm-hmm. oh, that's, that's huge now um, when, when parents are looking for preschools and they're looking in their community um, what are some of the things that they should consider um, in selecting a preschool um, you know, I think, I mean, you've talked a lot about sort of the socialization. Mm-hmm. So um, how does that Some other things to look at are what are the family needs? Do you need a full day? Do you need a part day? Um, what, how many days do you need during the week? So scheduling, what does the preschool have to offer that will fit with your schedule? Mm-hmm. Um, with twins, I think it would be nice to know if there's a sibling discount. <laughs> Definitely. (laughs) Um, It's really good to know about the staff. Uh, I believe staff makes a really good preschool. So learning a little bit about the staff or um, staff turnover, what's that like, you know, how how the staff is and is it looking at kind of like even just sort of um educational background and sort of you know philosophy and yes definitely educational background philosophy uh, you know what's the discipline policy at the school what's the sick policy at the school you'd want to absolutely find that out or um nowadays a lot of parents have concerns about safety Mm -hmm. so you know what are the measures that the preschool will take, you know, in case of emergencies mm-hmm. now, is a, another thing. A, a lot of twins are born premature. 
Um, and so you end up with a lot of different like needs that twins have, whether mm-hmm. it's physical disability. Um, sometimes twins have developmental delays. They're more likely to be slower talkers. We know that. And um, kind of a whole slew of things that can happen from just multiple births and prematurity. So how... Um, what would you recommend to a parent who has twins with special needs in terms of making sure that the preschool can meet those for them? Right. It's definitely, each preschool is, is not a fit for everyone. Um, we have had a few children that have been in our program that we really tried to meet their needs and could see that they would be best suited at another place. But before then, there's a lot of work that we do with the chi- with the child or children, um, involve the parents, bring in experts to take a look, uh, listen, observations, assessments before that. But um, the benefit of starting at the three-year-old at our preschool is that we have a smaller ratio. So that is helpful too, if there are any kind and of. What is the ratio at three we versus have, four? Um, we have 15 children with two fully qualified uh, teachers. And, and that's at the three year old level? At the three. The next level, four, or we call it pre K, goes up to 20. So 20. Okay. Yeah. So and then start, I think, and you also have the, tra- what we now know is transitional kindergarten. Sure, yes. <laughs> there is a, a new one, transitional or bonus program, and we have 27 children, but with three teachers. Okay. So the ratio is good. But and that's still, that's still better, I think, than a lot of kindergartens, right? By a and lot. Than <laughs> than <ever. laughs> San Diego, San Diego Unified has, uh, what is it for, I know for upper levels, it's one to 36, and for <gasps> kinder, it's not much different. <gasps> Wow! It might be yeah. It might be thirty, but it might be even be thirty six. It's way cap. too much. They rely yeah, on too many is the answer. Parent, vo- parent volunteers to help out with a lot. In, so that might be an that. incentive. I mean, you know, especially Definitely for kids that are not maybe ready for kindergarten and looking to stay a in another program atmosphere that they're comfortable with. Yes, that's something that we do recommend. Say, um, she was asking if for children that were maybe born early and they haven't developed uh, as fast as others that that age, Mm -hmm. that is definitely an option, an extra year of preschool before going to kindergarten. And we do follow um, California pre-K standards. Mm -hmm. So the goals and objectives we have follow the California standards, yet it's set up in a playful experience for the children so they can learn and discover, have fun while they're mm-hmm. learning. Now, oh, and yeah. I, was say, I have a really basic question. Um, my my twins are only eight months, so they're they're not in preschool yet. But um, my oldest son is four years old, so he's a singleton. Um, and I I don't know terminology wise, like when do we transition from saying daycare to preschool? Like when I mean, is there mm-hmm. a specific time? Because I never know what to say when I refer to my son and where he because he's learning and they have right. lesson plans. But you know, and, and in fact, um, on Friday they had a graduate not for my son, but the older kids had a graduation. Mm-hmm. Is he in a home? Uh, no, no. Oh, he's at okay. He's yeah, at he's a at preschool. A center. So the, okay, yeah, sure. Um, most people think of preschool for just uh, like a morning program and full day might be daycare. 
we have a full day preschool. So the children, the morning time is the more structured time. In the afternoon, if children are still there, we want it to be more low key. But in a home, you might have heard of a home daycare. Yes. That would probably be younger children. If a home daycare has four-year-olds, I'm hearing more and more of home daycares that are saying it's a home daycare, but they're operating like a little preschool. Okay. Is that a full day program? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It does, it so mostly be, I full guess. day, I think, yeah. you know, they include that because okay. families are working right. or need the right. full full day. Okay. So that the, the structure is really kind of what the defines structure. it then. If, mm-hmm. you, if you've got a curriculum, so to speak, I know that's kind of a big word when we're talking yeah. about preschool, but yeah, when we there's objectives like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about um, some of the special considerations just for twins. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Well, welcome back. Today we're talking with Elisa Wickham about selecting preschools and considering some things that might be unique to twins. So when parents are um, looking at preschools, um, are there any special considerations that they should take into factor when when they're choosing a, a preschool? I think it depends on what the family is looking for. Do they want to keep the twins together or separate them? Uh, How many years will they be in preschool? The way that you did it, the girls were together for the first year, which is really great. I mean, we if if parents ask us, we recommend that. Mm -hmm. For for the first year? For the first year. They already have a built-in friend. I mean, it's when anyone's new to the preschool, it's great to have a built-in friend. So why not with your twin? Um, And even within the same classroom, um, you want to find out, are there opportunities that they will have away from each other? Mm -hmm. So the teachers could have them sit at two different tables during snack time. Just mm-hmm. for a little bit of time, you know, they can still see each other and that offers comfort. Um, and then in the following year, if they were to do two years in preschool, again, I think you started out having them together and then we separated them. We d- Yes. Yeah, I yes. Think in our case, we did. We separated them uh, at the beginning of their second year. Yes. And I know now my my reasoning was I thought well you know I rather than waiting until kindergarten whether you have this huge transition where you might not have a choice a choice mm-hmm. yeah I thought well it would be great that they could be in separate classes and, and in our case we were only doing half days so we we're just doing mornings so we're only talking about three hours three hours apart. yeah I thought well I think this is kind of a good transition mm-hmm. to ease them into it and then when kindergarten comes, we'll we'll look at that in a whole. You know, so if other that space. is something that you want to do, and it has seemed with all the different twins we've had at our preschool, it has been a good thing to do to have um, one year where they have a separate class, two different teachers um, for the twins. Uh, and, so and you, you have you to find that? out that there's enough classes to do yes. that. 
That's right. Because so I guess a lot of preschools don't have the advantage of having multiple classes right. per age. Right. If there's only one class, then there's no option. So if that's something you're considering, you have to make sure there's options for that. And so then I guess if, if parents were interested in having their twins spend time apart, then maybe it's a matter of having that discussion with the teacher and saying, hey, could you, as you said, you know, put them at different tables right. or get them involved in sort of different projects. When we have a small group time, we ha- we call over four or five children at a time. So we wouldn't put the twins together to give them time to, you know, to talk with a teacher without the other twins. What other suggestions do you have for parents in easing that um, period of, of going into preschool, especially for the ones who haven't spent a significant amount of time and with other caregivers? It would be really great to bring Uh, the child over to the preschool to see the facility, um, meet some of the staff, talk about things that are going to happen at preschool. So um, we, it's much better to have some time of visiting um, than being the first day of preschool when you leave your child. So come with your child and let them see and play a little bit. Talk about the preschool what's going to happen. If you know the names of the teachers, talk about the teachers, how sweet they are. They're going to take such good care of you. Um, And then when you pick up, you want to make sure that you're never late. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So they're not feeling left. (laughs) No, they don't want to see everybody else going home. Yeah. Um, And then you're there. It can really be a a big setback. So um, coming in the room and we encourage parents to come in. So come in and look around and see what they've been doing all day and then be able to talk about it at night with your child before they come back to preschool the, the next day. And I, do you think are most preschools pretty you know inclusive of parent um, involvement? I think it really varies. Mm-hmm. Um, some are you have to drop off by nine and you don't come in the room. But part of our curriculum is um, a partnership. So we partnership with parents. So we encourage that. We want you to come in and look around. Um, but another thing to ask, you know, if you want to just drop off, fine. But if you want to be involved, is that part of the preschool setup? Mm-hmm. So they do vary. Yeah, I know my uh, four-year-old I mentioned is in in preschool now, and um, he was part of the whole process. You mentioned a little bit earlier about taking them when you're even kind of interviewing people mm-hmm. and checking out the facility, because I was really taking cues from him. Um, honestly, we checked out a few before we decided on one, and money was a, a big factor, the, the real big one that I wanted was way out of our budget. Um, but I really wanted to see how my son interacted in the play facilities and did he feel comfortable, you know, sitting down, picking things up, you know, talking to people or whatever. And so that was really important for us. And what I one, one thing I learned about this too, and this might be a good tip for parents out there, is just because um, you may want a certain preschool for whatever reason, it's prettier, it's nicer, it's whatever. Um, the curriculum's a little bit different. Um, I I would encourage you to really take some cues from your kid too. Yes, you've got your child's best interest, but you know, I was kind of projecting my own thoughts off onto my what I thought my son needed, and that's not necessarily what he really needed. Like he didn't need to have a brand new facility with, you know, all this expensive stuff. He really needed, you know, to have some building blocks and a really nice teacher and friends he really cared about and he didn't care that the walls weren't just painted. We didn't really touch about 
talk about cost. So what are um, some of the just ranges um, for, let's say, you know, comparing apples and apples, let's just say morning, let's say kids are going, let's say five days a week, full-time mornings only, since that kind of may, might be kind of a common okay, thing. Okay, so five mornings, which would be nine to 12, mm-hmm. um, our cost has been 525 per month. Per, per child, okay. Per child, and right. then 10% discount for the second. For the second. We're going to wrap up, and we're going to say thank you um, so much for everyone here today. And uh, for more information about starting preschool with your twins, um, or for more information about any of our speakers and panelists, uh, you can visit our episode page on our website. Now, this conversation continues for members of our Twin Talks Club. And after the show, Elisa will share some of her observations about how parents can help teachers tell their twins apart. For more information about the Twin Talks Club, visit our website, newmommymedia.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, here's a question from one of our listeners. This comes from Sandy of Kansas, and she writes, I'm pregnant with twins. I'm not very far along yet, so I'm still nervous and praying that they both make it through the first trimester safe and sound. But I'd love some advice in the meantime. Anything different that I need to do with my diet besides ingest more calories? Any special gear for pregnancy and beyond that I need to make sure I have? I'm really trying to learn everything I can, so any and all advice is greatly appreciated. Hi, Sandy. This is Donna Rose Feinberg. I'm an IBCLC, mom of twins, and editor of breastfeedingtwins.org. As I'm sure you're already learning, there are some things about expecting twins that are a bit different from being pregnant with one baby at a time. Here are some things to think about and do during pregnancy. First and most importantly, listen to your body. Some moms find they need to make a lot of lifestyle and dietary changes while they're pregnant, and some don't need to change much of anything. Some moms are up and about at their normal activity levels, and some need to limit their activities early on. This depends on so many things, your previous activity level, your job conditions, and the unique circumstances of your own pregnancy. There's no single set of rules that is right for everyone. Please check with your own care provider to help you make decisions about your own unique pregnancy. Many nutritionists suggest increasing not only your overall calorie intake, but specifically your protein intake while pregnant with multiples. Protein helps your baby's development, and while many moms carry their twins to 37 weeks or more, some moms deliver early. It's important to ensure that your babies are growing well early on. This doesn't mean you should live on milkshakes and cheeseburgers, but you may want to incorporate additional protein sources in your overall diet. Lots of moms like making smoothies with protein powder because it's an easy way to get a lot of healthy ingredients and extra protein into one meal. I recommend a book called When You're Expecting Twins, Triplets, or Quads by Barbara Luke for a really good explanation of diet and nutrition during a multiples pregnancy. To keep yourself comfortable, I strongly suggest adding some extra pillows to your sleeping arrangement. You may want several pillows, maybe one behind your back and another between your legs, or you may be most comfortable with a long body pillow or other maternity pillow to support your growing belly. Many moms also find they're more comfortable using a belly support band later in pregnancy to help support their growing midsection. 
Sometimes you can have your care provider prescribe a special band or get one from a maternity specialty store. Finally, pregnancy is a great time to reach out to other moms. Join your local twins club or reach out to other moms of multiples online. Local groups often have expectant or new moms groups you can attend now to get advice for moms who have recently been through the adventure of twin pregnancy. Note that local clubs have different personalities, programs, and offerings. If one group is not a great match, you may be able to find another nearby or online that will meet your needs. Again, congratulations on your pregnancy. Take it easy, keep them cooking, and enjoy this new adventure. And come visit me online at breastfeedingtwins.org for more information and tips. That wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to Twin Talks. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, and our show, The Boob Group for Moms Who Breastfeed Their Babies, and Parent Savers. It's your parenting resource on the go. This is Twin Talks, Parenting Times 2. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care, and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, Please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare provider. New Mommy Media is expanding our lineup of shows for new and expecting parents. If you have an idea for a new series, or if you're a business or organization interested in joining our network of shows through a co-branded podcast, visit newmommymedia.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey, mamas, don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.